and Holy Father God on this annual Thanksgiving Day that you have blessed me to see many of. with the family that you have blessed me with down through the years I give you the glory I give you the praise and I give you thanksgiving and honor Lord today for blessing me to see so many wonderful, magnificent thanksgivings, raising a family and guiding a family of nine to the point, Lord, that the people who are tuning in on BCN and One Black Christian News uh, can see a journey and a record of the many thanksgivings that you have given to me and my family to the point of writing books about thanksgiving uh, nearly every year. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, sitting at your right hand I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years I praise you and I thank you for your love your grace and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you Holy Father God for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years and Lord I thank you specifically for providing for my Uh, immediate family and I Thanksgiving food every year and uh, Holy Father God I give you the glory the praise and the honor Lord I remember one Thanksgiving when things were so tight Many years ago, uh, we got the food on Wednesday night, and uh, back in those days, you, and I'm ashamed to admit it, Lord, back in those days, you can float a check that would not hit the bank until Monday, since uh, Thanksgiving fell on Thursday. And I thank you, Lord, for providing the money to come in right on time on that Thanksgiving. And I thank you for many other miracles that you have performed for us in answer to prayer. 
uh, one Thanksgiving many years ago when we didn't have a whole lot of money, uh, as you have blessed me to live by faith all of these years, full time in the ministry. And so money was low for this particular Thanksgiving. And we really didn't have the money to buy a turkey. And uh, uh, you worked a miracle for us. You heard our prayers and we ended up having two turkeys. So I give you the glory, praise, and the honor for the miraculous thanksgivings. In fact, it is, that story is recorded in a book that our family has written and put together as a record. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayers down through the years. For not only did you work miracles on Thanksgiving, but you worked miracles every day of our lives. And uh, my entire family ought to be thankful for that journey. <clears throat> and how that you, you blessed us in so many ways. And at the same time allowed us to serve you together. And Holy Father God, on this Thanksgiving morning, early afternoon, for Jesus Christ's sake, uh, for those of us who are truly saved and truly thankful, have mercy and grace, Lord, upon us all, and forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us, and uh, empty us of ourselves and fill us afresh and anew on this Thanksgiving, Lord, uh, with the power of your Holy Spirit. Put God at our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. And Holy Father, God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, deliver us today from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love, on this Thanksgiving. Lord, I pray that your Holy Ghost would continue to work, continue to chastise, continue to rebuke, Lord, your people, and move upon the hearts of lost people who are blinded by the demonic light of this world, as the songwriter 
put it out but that they would get their eyes open to your light the greatest light in the world you Lord Jesus Christ and truly believe in you and uh, Holy Father God I pray that uh, prayer for even my own family members who are religious but lost I pray this for my own wife a woman that I have lived with in a few days 35 years and I am convinced that she has never been born again she's never been saved this is why she has been a, a terrible wife and a terrible mother down through the years to this very day even trying to hinder the Thanksgiving service this morning and so Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would uh, help her to humble herself to admit her lostness and uh, her being religious and lost and uh, uh, I pray that she would humble herself to the point that she would truly trust in you and understand fully that salvation is not by works or by just saying that you're saved when you're not I pray the same prayer for her mother I pray the same prayer for her aunts I pray the same prayer for her siblings I pray the same prayer for my own mother and uh, my two sisters uh, who have the uh, demonic spirit of Jezebel in the church that you have condemned uh, and I, I am convinced that they would not do that they would not rule over men very easily in the home and in the church if they were truly born again they would not have this spirit so open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears and save their souls as and the rest of the family that my mother has led uh, to sin and foolishness as well under that demonic spirit which is so prevalent in the world and I cannot call uh, Paula White out on it and not call Shirley White uh, my mother out on it so open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls and change their lives. It's not that important that we have a reunion down here, but it is important that we have a reunion up there. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, uh, Lord, and I know that that is anathema in the black community to pray like I'm praying because for so many years the black mother the black mother-in-law ruled and reigned over the husbands and over the children and over the grandchildren uh, to the detriment and to the ruination and corruption that we see today and uh, I do pray that each individual will follow you I pray that my children who know you very well and who know your word very well would 
uh, examine themselves and make sure that they're in the faith and that they're not tossed to and fro by every demonic wind of doctrine just because it comes from the family, just because it comes from church folks that they may be connected to, just because it comes from some friends on the job. Lord, help them not to become woke or rather deceived. As I preach on this Thanksgiving morning, the tragedy of being unthankful, a woke Thanksgiving. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the salvation of the lost, the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving and the mourning in this country and around the globe due to the coronavirus that has unleashed other uh, plagues uh, and it is still here as well as we have a triple threat that is a reality for many people just because by your grace I'm not sick just because by your grace my wife has not been sick with it uh, does not mean other people are not suffering and some parents are suffering very much because their children can't breathe because of this RSP thing or V thing that's going around along with the flu and along with the coronavirus plague which many people believe is going to get worse starting today for people are not being wise and doing, thinking and hoping that everything is over when it is not because of people crying peace and safety when obviously that is not the case. And so Holy Father God, uh, no one wants to be a party pooper but uh, somebody has to be an adult in the room while people are going crazy. Uh, somebody has to be the sober designated driver uh, while people are going off the cliff in foolishness and sin and murder and in killing. And so Holy Father God, uh, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of uh, my wife, Marika White, <coughs> and out of others in our family who have that problem across the board. And uh, Lord, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And, Lord, if my wife chooses not to follow you in earnest, I pray that you will, I pray like I have prayed for 35 years, particularly regarding your services, as we may be back here tonight for another service as well, uh, that you would restrain her and that you will control her <coughs> if she chooses not to control herself. And Holy Father God, 
and I pray this for other families as well uh, across the country and around the globe. I praise you and I thank you for giving me your grace and strength uh, to cheerfully and joyfully and glory in and take pleasure in my persecutions from my own family and from church folks especially and from others, the homosexual crowd <coughs> and so forth. And Holy Father God, I thank you also for giving me that same joy and peace, pleasure and, and glory uh, in helping me to deal with other tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. Uh, Lord, as well as distresses and afflictions. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will deliver us at the same time. Uh, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our feeble hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. And at the same time, Lord, thank you for giving me the liberty to pray that you deliver me from all of my distresses and afflictions, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions and persecutions, as you have miraculously done down through the years for this year, I believe it's 44 years in a few days. And Lord God in heaven, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would deliver me and those who are saved in my family, those who are saved in this audience. Lord, uh, deliver us from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, uh, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, and, uh, and help all of my children finish their course. Thank you, Lord, that out of the seven, five have already, we have two more to go. And uh, it will benefit them throughout the remainder of their lives. Just that four-year, five-year discipline of getting lessons in and getting things in on time and having the sense of finishing and completion is worth the education by itself. And so, Holy Father God, and it, it, it has done marvelous things in the lives of my children who have graduated and opened up great doors for them. Uh, you used it to open up great doors for them. And so, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for remembering mercy, love, and grace uh, while chastising us and rebuking us. As your people, and we deserve even more than this. And thank you, Lord, for working on 
those who don't know you yet because you're not willing that any should perish. I thank you, Lord, for waiting on me for 19 years as foolish and evil as I was. Thank you for waiting on me. Thank you for saving my wretched soul. December the 19th, 1979. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you. Uh, for this privilege to pray to you on Thanksgiving Day 2022. And uh, I pray that you would bless and protect all of my family, especially all of my offspring, my children, Danny, who just turned, uh, just had another birthday and just turned 32 and has done quite well in her life. Uh, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, uh, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia. All of my children, all of my offspring, I pray that you'll bless and protect them as I pray for the children and the families gathered around today. As, and as I pray for Christian people everywhere in this country and around the globe. And uh, Holy Father God, um, uh, I pray for the salvation of the lost people. Protect us all who are saved from ourselves today, from our flesh and from the devil. And Holy Father God, keep the drunkards uh, in our families from getting drunk and limit themselves to one drink. Uh, for bad things uh, happen with these people who are prone to get drunk and who want to get drunk from the drink, which is not the purpose of it. And so, Lord, protect, Lord, all of our families today from uh, the demonic woke spirit of unthankfulness, ungratefulness, and the, the death wish that is in the mouth of woke people. And Holy Father God, I do pray or deceive people that you would protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, evil people in the world. And help all of us who may not uh, uh, who may not be in a position to have uh, a thanksgiving that they want to remember all of the great thanksgivings past. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would bless and protect us throughout this day. Place, Lord, upon us the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels. 
in a wall of your holy fire. Uh, cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Lord, I do pray that you will have it to be so throughout this day that everything we say and do be done for your glory, praise, and honor, for the glory, praise, and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his name we do pray. Amen. Oh, yes. The tragedy of being unthankful. Men will be unthankful. Ungrateful. I truly believe that the mark of a lost person is unthankfulness. One of the reasons why my, I believe my birthday girl who was born on Thanksgiving, my oldest daughter, Danny, has been so thankful down through the years uh, is because she is a saved person. She's not a perfect person, but uh, growing up in my house into her late 20s, she showed herself to be a saved person because she was always thankful. And uh, I believe totally she wrote the most Thanksgiving books from her heart. out of the family, or she's right up there with me. I was the first one to do so with a little book titled Money Under the Car Seat, which my wife did the podcast of that book last year, and it is still the most, one of the, is in the top three of the most thankful, or rather the most uh, popular books, po podcasting podcast period it's been up there all year long in the top three unthankful which leads to being unholy unloving unforgiving ever since Adam Humankind has been marked by these things to one degree or another. Here Paul said these things will be especially prevalent in the last days. Unthankful. 
unloving. See, when you don't have gratitude in your heart, when you don't, when you're not thankful, you're showing forth that you're unloving. You don't love God back. One of the uh, pet peeves that I had raising my family, including my wife, is helping people to understand you need to be thankful up in here. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm having one of those moments of tears of joy. And uh, from that time of prayer that we just had. And so much so Pardon me. So much so uh, for the main one who was not showing forth thankfulness and gratitude was first and foremost my wife, Marika White. Rooted in pride. Jamaican pride at that. Uh, Pharaoh style pride. And so I had to teach her and insist. That when I give her, when I give you something, you need to say thank you. And uh, it was such a pet peeve of mine. It was something I had a problem with that. You, you know, when uh, somebody gives you something and you're not grateful, you don't have to go into some kind of fake act that you're so grateful. But just say thank you. Glory be to God. I mean, I mean that thing. That's what my dad used to say. I mean that thing. I meant that thing. And so, when you look at the little book that my daughter, Danny, wrote when she was a little girl, which I think brought uh, some healing to her soul, my brother, uh, and then uh, her brother, Daniel, participated in it. And in fact, all of the children did. Their names are on the book. Uh, the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't. You'll see in one of the pictures, if not on the front, everybody around the table putting their hand up to God and thanking God. That, that We actually did that in our family. And I was such a stickler for it not being convinced that these people were as thankful as they should be. 
after we thank God, okay, I, I, I had my wife especially, and everybody else to thank me for the food as well. Not that I'm on the level with God, but I was trying to emphasize you people need to be thankful to God. And when I give you something special, particularly to me, I want you to be thankful to God and to people. My, my, my daughter Danny took it and ran with it. She, uh, she already had it in her heart. And, uh, uh, and so I, I, I instilled that in them. And to this day, with my wife and I being in our empty nest, uh, uh, that's what the world calls it. I, I don't call it that because you can't have an empty nest when you have Jesus. Just like you can't be lonely if you have Jesus. You can't be. It's impossible. And uh, uh, even to this day though, if I, if I give my wife something and she does not say thank you, here comes the look. This is the look. That I got, I guess I got it from my mother. The, the look that says, "Are you crazy? Have you temporarily lost your mind?" Because uh, I haven't heard anything. You say, preacher, do you do that still to this day? Because I can't stand being around some ungrateful Negroes, unthankful. That's me as a sinful human being. Now you just can imagine how God feels about it. I believe that irks him to no end. And I believe that's the reason why the church is in the mess we're in today, because the church is so ungrateful and so unthankful, especially those of us in America who have so much, and yet we're still looking for more. We don't even enjoy what we have. We're still looking for more. And, and won't pause to say thank you for what you already have. You have one or two Thanksgiving shut down. You forget all about the 30-something Thanksgiving you, you, you had. And everything was festive and beautiful and wonderful. See? Uh, just like I have taught you down through the years. If, you, if your car breaks down, and it will, I don't care what kind of car you have. And, 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 and partly because you're negligent. Amen, somebody. Don't get mad at the car manufacturer talking all man-made stuff breaks down. This, that, and that. No, did you put oil in it? Huh? Huh? You saw the signal. You, didn't, you, you intentionally did not pay any attention because you think uh, your car won't break down. See? Most times when a car breaks down or you get a flat, it is your fault. But that's beside the point. The point I want you to get is, be, as soon as your car breaks down and you're on the side of the road, hopefully you're wise and you have AAA. May God help you if you don't. <laughs> you better get AAA. Now, AAA is a good deal. and comes in handy. I don't care what kind of car you have. And the other companies can't match it. Okay? Okay. So, here's what you need to do after you finish eating your turkey today. 
get AAA so that you can have some help along the road on your way back. Seriously, okay? Make sure you got AAA and 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 get get the high level if you can afford it. But if you can't afford the high level, get the low level. That's better than nothing. Okay, but and be thankful when the man comes, the AAA man. See, see, when you got AAA, you can sit calmly in your car, and people may come by. Do you need any help? I got some help coming. Okay, you just cool, calm, and collected. I got help. I got some help coming. I got my people coming, and they will be there. It may take them a while now today, but they get there. You just chill out, work on your computer, work on your phone. But here's another thing I want you to do if you're a child of God. Thank God for the 385 days the car did not break down. Glory be to God. And I want you to see life that way from this point on. Okay. Oh, me, pull me. I have felt a pain in my side. I got a problem. Did you feel the pain uh, last week? How about last month? How about for the past 10 years? Are you thankful for, thankful for those days you didn't feel any pain? Just take yourself to the hospital and stop complaining and whining and be thankful. Amen. That's how you need to see. Say people think like that. Born again ones, that's how they think. It's not always pull me, pull me. They're shouting the victory in the pain. While the car is... Uh, sitting on the side of the road, they're thanking God for the 1,081 days it did not break down. Somebody needs to be thankful. Truly thankful. Some of you people got everything and you're still not grateful to God. He's the one who causes that to happen, man. You're still not happy. Still trying. You can't wait for Black Friday to get some more stuff that you will not be able to find next Thanksgiving. Say amen right there. I get I stand being allowed some ungrateful Negroes, man. Never thankful. Not thankful for anything. Not ha- Therefore, they're not happy about anything. How can you be truly happy you're not thankful for? I mean, every detail of what God has done for you. I'm convinced people who are truly born again and saved and have the least financially and materially are more thankful than the rich who have everything. And they're still not thankful. Beautiful bean coffee, the, the kind you got to grind up. That's the real coffee right there. You don't know what they put in that already ground coffee. You hear me? That's not the same. It's not the same. Do you? Are you thankful for a cup of coffee? Are you thankful for a, a cup of green tea? Are you thankful for not only the Thanksgiving meal, but the 
Thanksgiving meals you have every day when you ought to be thankful to God. You ought to thank God. Four, every, every morsel you put in your mouth, you ought to be thankful. Unloving, translated without natural affection. Literally means without family love. You don't have normal love in your heart, which makes you very wicked, very woke, and very dangerous. I have warned you people, if you get a check in your spirit, in your gut, that's from God about people. Don't you leave your children with them. Don't you leave your siblings with them. Because there are many demon-possessed people. Did you see the man, the manager, who was living in a decent house, had a decent job, and some of the people had said some things about him that he was mumbling to himself? <clears throat> Let me tell you something, people. God be trying to give you some signs about people in your family, in your church, in your community. Now, did you see the picture of the young man who killed those people? He was, the man was demon-possessed. Did you see the fish picture of him? Do you have people like that looking like that in your family? Sitting around the table right now for Thanksgiving dinner? Huh, you better check and see. Because you may, and they may mumbling to themselves and talking, talking to themselves. That's demon possession. You can call it schizophrenia or paranoid or whatever you want to. The person is demon possessed. And demons will kill you. Why? Because the father of the demons, the devil, if you will, is a murderer, Jesus Christ said, from the beginning. And Jesus does not falsely accuse anybody. People who are being killed in America and around the world, they're being killed by the devil. He's a murderer from the beginning. Demons, people are demon-possessed. Wokeism. Wokeism, which I call deceptionism, is a door for demons to come in. I believe with all of my heart that those people who died down in Houston at that boy's concert, which he has not shown much remorse for, were killed by the devil as a devil, a, a, a demonic, satanic sacrifice. Same thing in South Korea. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm not going to say that if I didn't believe it. The demonic spirit of wokeism killed these people. University of Virginia, three young black men, gone. I don't even... 
I, you know, I, I, I seems like to me the media is talking about every all these other things, <clears throat> and they're not following up on that story. I believe these men died, were killed. This, 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 this is. Listen to me now. This is unusual. That is unusual. I believe the satanic spirit of wokeism was involved in that. I believe the satanic spirit of wokeism, watch this, these things are happening on college campuses with the upwardly mobile on their way. I believe the satanic demonic spirit of wokeism is responsible for UVA, Idaho University, Colorado, come to find out that he he was he he said he's non-binary and his father who was a porn star said he was just so happy that and that he was not gay but his pronouns were they and them you know why when i hear that you're telling me you are filled with legions of demons all that is woke foolishness. And then the situation at Walmart. And then in Philadelphia after that. By the time I get through preaching, there's going to be another mass shooting. It is the demonic spirit of wokeism, which I have redefined as uh, and renamed uh, deceptionism. And if you are not prayerful and careful, that can happen to your children and to your grandchildren. <clears throat> and you can contribute to it by being woke yourself. If you are believing mind-bending foolishness yourself, that is okay. For men to be with men, women to be with women. It's okay for pastors and pastors' wives to be swingers. It's okay to have homosexuals, married so-called homosexuals, as members of the local church. They can come. The devil, he, he, he's, he, he, he comes himself. He can come all he wants to, but he can't be a member of the church. <laughs> Of the Lord Jesus Christ with some power, voting power. Not in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because before you know it, see a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. And see, when I preached this years ago to the church, they didn't believe me. But a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. You let that in the church, and they're going to take over the church, and you're going to have a drag queen as your pastor. Look at me real good and see if I'm playing. And that's happening today. And if they, uh, uh, if they're homosexual, I assure you they're drag queens. 
You may not see it, but behind the scenes, that's what they are. And I know some of you are sitting around the Thanksgiving table. <coughs> Julian brought home his significant other. <laughs> and it's magnanimous of you to let them come. But you still need to let them know you do not approve. And you can't sleep up in this house. I'll invite you to... Thanksgiving dinner, but you can't stay here like you used to. Not here, not in my house. Not at my house, as the songwriter said. With my reversing it. And some of you will people say, that's so unloving. No, no, that is loving. And, and, and they all, here's some love for you. Here's some love for you. All people who are practicing homosexuals and lesbians and fornicators and adulterers and adulteresses and swingers, all of you who are practicing that and you think it's okay, you're going to hell. You're blind and you're lost. I don't care what church you think you belong to. You're going to hell in a handbasket. And that's for sure. And we need every pastor to say that clearly. Every head of household who uh, names the name of Christ ought to say that clearly. You know why? Because you're contributing to them going to hell. You're not showing love by accepting them as they are. You're not showing love. You're letting, you're letting them think it's okay to do this, and so you're contributing to them going to hell forever. And as I have said about my own family, it's not that important that we have a reunion down here uh, with a mixture of saints and devils and, and, and homosexuals and everything else. No, no. See, two cannot walk together lest they be agreed. What's more important is that we have a reunion up there in heaven. As much as is in us, we ought to try to uh, love one another and help one another and, <clears throat> and get along. But see, we're living in a day and time now uh, uh, called wokeism or deceptionism where God's people have to make a stand and take a stand. <coughs> Pardon me. Okay. Paul said that the end times would be marked by an attitude of ingratitude, of growing disregard of normal thanksgiving and love towards God and towards man. And yes, listen to me very carefully. And yes, 
you can love people without accepting what they're doing. <clears throat> you are not showing love by letting your daughter have sex in your house with a man she's not married to. That's not love. That's not love. That's foolishness. So I'm not just dealing with the homosexual issue. I'm dealing with all sin up in your house. It's not love to uh, let your daughter marry some divorced man who's been divorced one or two times and and now it's going to make her an adulteress. <coughs> Pardon me. And walk her down the aisle to an adulterer. Living in adultery. I don't care how much money he has. I don't care how much education he has. He's going to be splitting it. With his three wives. And his two wives. And his other children. Just the same age as your daughter. You're not, you're not showing love. You will show love by telling her not to do that because you're getting ready to enter into a living hell. You say, well, I'm going to lose her affection. So be it. Uh, did, you, did you have natural affection while she was growing up and you loved her and taught her? chastised her and rebuked her and everything else and you had a wonderful relationship up until this point say glory be to God and be thankful and be grateful for that you did your job and now sir you're doing your job <clears throat> and and uh, and, and I want to make sure I did not uh, misstate as for some of you, I uh, can do that. But as for me and my house, if one of my children go gay, they will never. They can't come into my house and eat. We can't break bread together for Thanksgiving or any other dinner. You say you don't love your child. I love my child very much, but they know better than that. They have uh, been made woke through evil communication from their church that they went to that allows that foolishness from their pastor that they uh, sit under who allows that demonic foolishness and from friends and from family members who are gay. And that, by the way, there's nothing gay about them. Happy Thanksgiving, because I'm going to have a happy Thanksgiving. And one of the one of the reasons why I'm going to be happy because I don't have to deal with that foolishness and evil and sin. I'm not going to have that around me. See, some of you don't have peace and you don't have joy. You claim to be a Christian. You know why? Because you allow demonic, satanic foolishness around you. And, you, and God wants you to separate yourself from that. You know, one of the reasons why he wants you to separate? One is because evil communications corrupt good manners. 
He, he does not want you to become corrupt because they are corrupt. Number two, so that you can have peace and joy and keep love in your heart. Because see, once you bring those devils in, they're going to bring them, they're so insecure with their evil mess. They want you to accept it. You, you haven't said anything, but they want you to accept it. They know you don't. You've already said it. And they already know that, and so they want to convince you to accept it. And they will never be satisfied. These old people, they'll never be satisfied even if you said you accept it. They'll never be satisfied. They know deep down you don't. They can feel it and they should. See? There's nothing wrong, people, on Thanksgiving with separation from evil people, including evil family members. You're not being tolerant. You're not being loving. You're being foolish. First, you are helping them to go to hell. And second, you are putting yourself in hell. Well, you're going to get in trouble with God by letting that happen. God is fine with separation. Old Testament, New Testament, Jesus Christ said there would be separation because of him. In the same passage, the Bible talks about those who live godly shall suffer persecution. Not just because you are a Christian. Most people uh, can deal with Christ, but they can't deal with you letting Christ dictate your life to stand against their evil. And that's why you suffer persecution, because you live according to the dictates of God in Jesus Christ and according to the word of God, which goes diametrically opposed to wokeism, which is deceptionism, which, who, the, who the father is Satan. That's why I predicted that wokeism is going to continue to kill many people. Young people at that. Let me tell you something. The situation at Walmart, one of my favorite stores. Walmart, for most people, is a second home. You don't believe me? Sit out in your parking lot and watch the people go into, especially the white people, go into Walmart with their slippers and their pajama pants on, male and female. And the same shorts they were sitting, their behinds down on the couch with. You know why? Because everybody feels so comfortable around the, around, uh, in Walmart. And the salt of the earth people. It takes a certain kind of person to work at Walmart because they have to put it with a whole bunch of foolishness. It takes a certain kind of, and I call them the salt of the earth people. The common people. The helpful people, who while they're going to go do something else, or they don't even work in the area, uh, will stop and try to help you find what you need. That right there, I, I, mm -mm. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I couldn't do that. And so you know, you know this situation. You know about this situation. That is inexplicable, other than wokeism, the satanic spirit of wokeism, and demonism. It goes together. For you to kill other people point blank range and then kill yourself. People. And even the secular people. One person who has been through a mass shooting himself says this is not going to end. All these secular prophets are something else. They're right. It's not going to end. All this talk about we need to band together, we need to do, do this, and we need to do that. We need to stop this, and, and we, need to, we need to do away with these guns. One person, one person pointed out that nearly 50% of Americans have a gun. And they never hurt anybody. So that's not the remedy, is it? Huh? I have, listen, I, I'm surrounded by people with guns. I live in Texas, okay? You can wear a gun on your hip, like in the Wild Wild West. And I, I'm glad they have a gun so that if something go, go down at Walmart or wherever I'm at, somebody will start shooting back. Oh, go it. Hey, <laughs> oh yes. Mm-hmm. Let me just say they have influenced me. Because you can start this foolishness if you want to. In Texas, you're going you, you're going to be taken out. And let me just say something about the so-called non-binary or whatever person, which I don't even know what that is. I I. I, I, it is so foolish that I don't even want to look that up to try to understand what you're talking about. But one thing I do know, you do not want to mess with the gays. Did you see how mauled the man who shot the people in the homosexual bar? You, you don't want to mess with those homosexuals now. They, they will whip your tail Good. Don't mess with them. That's dumb. Uh, no, sir. You see how they beat his tail? Huh? I've always told you that uh, a woman's scorn is nothing like a homosexual scorn. Nothing. When they get through with you, you 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 gonna be in a world of trouble. As that he could that boy couldn't even sit up in the chair. After those homosexuals whipped his butt good, I mean they whipped him and kept on whipping him. I can see it now. You don't want to mess with those people. But anyway, taking the guns up is not going to do it. 
because the ones who will have the guns will be the criminals. Mm -mm. You need to pray f for more police officers. Every, every, and some of you, comp you, you, some, the companies out here, uh, like Walmart, every last one of you ought to hire one of these police officers who quit. If you can, if you can get them and pay them well, not just one, but two or three, to cover every door, so that when the people walk in in their flip flops and their uh, slippers and their pajama clown looking pajama pants and everything else, male and female, they can go to Walmart. See, my mother always taught us whenever you go outside, you you be presentable. And so I still roll by that. Um, but uh, so that when they walk in, it's a police officer, not some security guard who doesn't have a gun. Every hospital ought to be the same way. Every school ought to. From now on, I'm, I am telling you, if President Biden won't tell you, I'm going to tell you, you need some police officers, man, who have military police experience who know how to take somebody out, and if they see a person looking like a demon, like that boy looked at, who walked in the Walmart the other day, he was a manager. But everybody knew he was crazy, demon-possessed. And then when they laugh and grin while they're shooting you, boy, listen, these people, these woke devils, are, they're demon-possessed. They're possessed by demons. Legions of demons. That's why they call themselves they and them. And being unthankful is a sign. These people take everything for granted. They're not thankful for what uh, their good parents instilled in them. They're not thankful for what they have. They're not thankful for the foundation that was set for them. They're not thankful for what they've been blessed with when you ought to be thankful for every little thing. My beloved, every little thing, every chicken leg you eat. If you're vegetarian, every vegetable you eat. You ought to be thankful. Every salad you eat. Thankful that you have a place to stay. That is a miracle in this day and time. You ought to be thankful for, for whatever education you received. Thankful. And you ought to be thankful for your children. Every child that God bless you to have, you ought to be thankful that he gave you the privilege to have children. And this past month I wrote a letter every day to all of my children.
if one or two might be mad at me about something, that's fine. I still wrote them a letter. All of them got the same letter. And you know what I did? It was a letter where I thanked them, I thanked God rather for them, uh, for some uh, aspect of uh, what God blessed us all to do together as a family. We always have done something special on Thanksgiving and uh, uh, and this is something special that God led me to do. Now that all of my children are grown and they helped me in the ministry from the time they could talk and walk up until now, I have a lot to be thankful for. To this very day, I stand before you because of God and His grace and power and His moving upon the hearts of my children. who are not perfect but for some reason God has touched their hearts to continue to help me in the ministry when they have a whole lot of other things they could do to this day even my oldest daughter Nana she tries to camouflage the money that she sends me now because she's a little bit mad at me. She tries to hide it, but she still sends money. And especially my youngest three, which is a miracle of God. Normally it's the older ones who will stand with you longer, but my youngest three, and it's, it's really a movement of God in their hearts. And I was hard on all of my children as far as making sure they do the right thing. I insisted. And I was, and, I, and here's the mistake I did not make that my dad and mom made. My parents were a little bit hard on me and my sister next to me, the older two, than they were the babies. Now that's just traditionally how it happens in families, which is very, very dangerous and very, very dumb. But most people just can't help it because the, they're babies, they're the babies, the last ones. And they let them get away with murder and let them have their way. I went home one time and my little brother, my little sister was calling my mother Shirley, which I have never done to this day. <laughs> I don't, uh uh. And I'm 60 something odd years old. I've never called my mother by her first name. Never. I've never called any of my, my, my dad. I, would, I can't even fix my mouth, I could not even fix my mouth to say that to my dad, who I, I, I despised and hated for years. I never disrespected him that way. 
And I had I had to step in and rebuke my sister, my little sister, for calling her uh, mother Shirley, and my little brother. With you know, they they just were just beside. They were just out of control, and I had to rebuke them. And then I had to when I visited one other time, I had to rebuke the grandson, my baby sister's son. I had to rebuke him. He said, "Boy, he had been talking back into his grandmother and to his mother." And so forth and so on. I said, Nigga, I mean, you can come in. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the odd man out. I'm the black sheep of the family. I'm the hated one. But I said, come here, boy. <laughs> if you lost your mind. I, and I was not, I didn't want to say anything. Okay? But I had to step in. Boy, have you lost your mind? Don't you ever talk to your grandmother like that? And you don't get no attitude and come walking up in the church like you some star putting on your shirt coming down now. Negro, have you lost your mind? You know where they come from? Parents and grandparents letting people have their way. You have some of you folks, you got children doing that foolishness? Uh uh. You insist on them respecting you. Or, or, you know, and, and if they're grown, you know, you can't make them do it now. But if they're grown, you just insist on it. And, uh, and or you just don't have a relationship. That's our role. Well, I'll give, I'll just do anything to have a relationship. No, not like that. You're not calling me by my first name. Uh, no. I love you. I would always love you. Didn't a songwriter come up with a song like that? I will always love you. Was that uh, our girl, Whitney Houston? Something like that? Huh? I will always love you. Because I got the God kind of love in my heart for you. But I'm not showing love to you by letting you disrespect me. When I am in a position of authority over you. Until the day you die or until the day I die. Mm-mm. And, and hopefully you have a child who would never do that. But now you're living in a day and time of wokeism where they want to reduce you. They practice the principle of reductionism. They psychologically reduce, try to reduce you down underneath them or to their level. Ah, Negro, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm from the old school. I never did that to my parents. They, and they were not the greatest parents at all. They, however, and here's something you need to be thankful for. Or every every child ought to be thankful for. And that is this right here. Even though they were not the greatest parents in the world, thank God for the good that they did do. And I, I recognize that my parents did the best they could. And I'm thankful for that. And even though they separated many times, they stayed together until the end. And I, I'm not sure about how the end ended. I do not believe, I personally do not believe my dad died of natural causes. Okay. And I'm saying it out loud now. And I know all of my family members across the United States are listening. I do not believe that. 
Okay, and I'm saying it out loud because if you push me, I'm going to keep on pushing back. If you don't want certain things to come out, don't be messing with me. Don't mess with me. But I, I, I doubt it very seriously. So, however, anyway, don't be a part of the crowd today that's unthankful. Because it's not the end game, it's a sign of the end game when you're unthankful. Joy Reid just said some dumb things, woke things, and 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 and, and Joy Reid knows better than this. She was she was born and raised in the old school. She knows better. She's a very gifted, minded. You know, when I say gifted, in her case, certain people who have the ability. Their brain is so closely connected to their mouths, they make every word and every nuance come out. They can do it on demand. They don't have to slow up or pause. They, 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 they're geniuses with that. And if you don't have that ability, that's fine. God has given you a gift. Be thankful for that. Be thankful for your gift. Do you know people, there are people, even in my family, who can draw but refuse to draw. See, that's some demon woke foolishness. And I have to give credit where credit is due. I can't draw like that. But those in my family who can draw, they can draw with their hand and on the computer. Daniqua, Daniel Ezekiel, Daniel, my three youngest, and I, ha- I have to say, I have to admit something that I rarely admit. I don't want to admit it. I, I, it's hard for me to admit, but I have to say it. It's true. They get it from their mother. In her side of the family, very artistic. They didn't get it from me. They got their writing ability from me, because they all can write better than my wife in their sleep. But my wife sat here the other night and drew a portrait of me within five minutes. Daniel Ezekiel can do it with one hand tied behind his back in two minutes. Daniel can do it in two minutes. And Danielle can do it in two minutes. They can do it from memory. And, and you know what? And, and see, they don't understand. That's their ticket. It has been their ticket since they have been little children. But, uh, uh, and, and, and it's been my wife's ticket since she has been born. But she has never used it. I asked her the other night, I said, okay then. I said, I need for you, I need for you to, I said, uh, uh, can you draw a cover for me, a book cover for me? You know what she said? With a smart attitude. What book? No, they don't worry about what book. Can you draw it? 
Well, you know, I don't know. Well, I know you can't. So don't be rebellious. I want you to do it. That's it. You don't even know what book this, whatever book I, I tell you. And they all got their talent from God. But it's a shame that my wife has not used it. That's her gift. That's her ticket. See? And, and see, I feel sorry for people who are so proud and so arrogant and so rebellious that they don't even use their talent for the glory of God as they should. And for their own benefit. Their talent is so rich that it would make them rich. And I told them that when I was raising them. And it is a shame for you and others to have talent on loan from God. That's the evangelistic crusade we have every year. It's on bcnn1.com right now. With talent on loan from God, and you want somebody else's talent. That's the height of unthankfulness and ungratefulness. God made you one way for a reason, and you want what somebody else has. And you don't use your talent, but you glory in their talent, and you feel empty and low because they are expressing their talent and you don't express yours. That's unthankfulness, man. That's un being ungrateful. That's the height of ungratefulness. Use the talent that God has loaned to you. And use it while you're in this life. Because there's going to come a day when you can't use it because you're going to be dead. Do it with all of your might. Everybody has talent or gift on loan from God. And you need to use it for the glory of God and stop being woke. Getting all caught up in stuff that you don't even really care about. Some of you young people trying to find a cause. God and Jesus Christ is the greatest cause in the University, but you want to come out here and, and uh, I want my cause is blackness. Okay, L let me tell you something, people. Since you have been deceived, you're in deceptionism. Yes, there's still some racism in the world. Will always be. You'll never eradicate it because it is a sin. But at this point in time, that ought not to be your cause. Say what? That is anathema to the Black Lives Matter and the Black, uh, Black, uh, Black uh, community. No, it's not. Most Black people are tired and sick and tired of all this foolishness, and you tearing down police stations and stuff. We we're not about that. That's you, you devilish woke people. That's what you're about: destruction, destructionism. Through deceptionism. 
No, I'm, I'm for the police. And there are many black police officers as well. Y'all put them in the same bunch of the bad white officers. Those who are bad. And most of the white officers are good. And I thank God for them. No, I am not with Black Lives Matter. It's, it's, the, it's the spear point of wokeism. And I'm thankful for all officers, red, yellow, black, and white. Because when something goes, goes down at your house, who are you going to call? Huh? You're going to call 911 and you expect them to be there. And every time I have had to call them, they came. Be thankful. Be grateful. Give God the glory. And I can preach on this all day long, but I'm going to force myself to stop. And the main thing that I'm thankful for in my life is God's mercy and grace and love shown to me through His Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins and yours. Happy Thanksgiving. That's the main thing I'm thankful for. And that's the main thing you ought to be thankful for. When you want to get mad and angry about something, think about Jesus Christ. For the woke people of his day crucified him for no reason. They lied upon, they lied on him. You know what Jesus Christ said while he was on the cross? God forgive them for they know not what they do. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. We sin when we get up in the morning and we sin when we go to bed at night and all in between. Why? Because we are sinners by nature full of sin. We manufacture sin We create sin. We're so depraved. Do never, never, never satisfy. Old Testament, New Testament. The heart of man is never satisfied. Got men who are not satisfied with the wonderful sex of a woman and all that she offers. You go. You want to go to a man and go further than that to animals and everything else. So that's what depraved hearts do. And we're all depraved. Creating sin. Out of sin. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And sin is an awful thing because it increases. And compounds upon other sins gets worse and worse. That's why a manager at Walmart can kill the soul of the earth people while laughing and then turn the gun on himself. This is the result of it. The Bible also says that the wages of sin is death.
we die because of sin. No, we do not die because of a disease. We die because of sin. Sin is a punishment. Because of evil, the evil that we have done. And what God wants you to understand, my friend, that the wages of sin is death. That means that if God will allow you to die because of your sin, and to die from this beautiful ball called earth, And it, it is beautiful, hanging on nothing, out in space, nothing but the Word of God. No, you did not come from a tadpole to turn into an ape. Because the question comes, where did the ape come from and where did the tadpole come from? God created everything. And he created you. And you need to understand that God will allow you to go to hell if you do not believe in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled and died on the cross. for our sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved for Jesus Christ the greatest man who ever lived the God man 100% God 100% man you have to believe that because it is a fact that he walked on the water. He told the wind to be quiet and uh, the, the sea to sit down. He went to the tomb of Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come forth. Because he is the Son of God and therefore God, Emmanuel, God with us, Somebody said that if he had gone to the tomb and said just and just said come forth everybody in the grave would have come forth When he died on the cross for our sins people came out of the graves So when Jesus went down he told some folks who were dead you go up and let them know that the Son of God has died for the sins of the world. The thick temple curtain ripped in half. That was God saying, everybody can come to me now through my son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So dear friend, if you want to go to the Father today and become a thankful person 
believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ said the most important words in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today and become a thankful person on Thanksgiving. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's call on his name. I'll help you. As somebody helped me some 44 years ago, almost uh, half a century ago, I'll help you today. Follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer. Mean it from your heart. Mean it from your heart. Be sincere about it. Or don't say it at all. Your salvation is a free gift that we all ought to be thankful for. Jesus Christ died on the cross, having never sinned himself in word, thought, or deed. He died for your sins and mine, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. He is the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world. Believe in him, trust in him, and he will save your soul. Let's call on him to do so right now. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul and my spirit. Please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart (coughs) in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered bled and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power, by your power. And I am so thankful for his death, burial, and resurrection for my sins. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. On this Thanksgiving, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. 
and help me to turn from my evil life, my evil lifestyle, and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for a sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, those of you who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that prayer with me, the sinner's prayer, and you meant it from your heart, may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing you can do in life on this Thanksgiving Day to help you to grow in the faith and to become the Christian that God wants you to be. Go to gospellightsociety.com That is gospellightsociety.com That is gospellightsociety.com and read my free book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. It will give you the next steps that you need to take on your way to becoming uh, a strong Christian believer in Christ, a Christian disciple. And uh, also email us and let us know at the email on your platform. If you don't see one, email me directly at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and if you have a prayer request send that in if you have a question send that in any way that we can help you let us know uh, also go to gospel light society podcasts gospel light society podcasts type it in the google and you will be led to thousands of podcasts <clears throat> on nearly 50 biblical subjects that will help you grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be.